another edition of the Enlightened Mike podcast. My name's Tim, as always, and I'm joined by my two friends, Archer and Jacob, members of Team Galaxy Brain, and recent top eight extraordinaires of a 1K here locally. Um, and we'll dive into that in a moment. We're also going to go over the pro tour and calling results from Baltimore. There's some spicy selection and some interesting uh, uh, top eight distributions. We weren't able to do our last week episode. We recorded it, but there was some weird stuff going on with the audio, so we couldn't uh, air our predictions. But we did make predictions, so we can kind of talk about how that lined up against our, our top eight. But before all that, how was your guys' week? What did you guys do? How's it going? Jacob, you take it away. Uh, it was good. I... You know, did the normal armory grind because, like you said, we were getting ready for a 1K down in Springfield, Oregon, um, which was fun. Uh, a bunch of the guys on the team uh, drove down and participated. Um, it was cool. I, I really, really liked that shop down there. It was Mox Valley Games. I'd never been, and um, they were they were really cool, like nice people. The or- the tournament was ran really well and was like just clean nice place um they sold a bunch of gundams but it was kind of fun to be watching uh pro tour finals like the top eight while playing in the meta like kind of see where we you know we were playing in a competitive meta because there was money on the line um and so i think we saw a pretty i think we saw a pretty similar spread um of decks at our our event not as many drum eyes though not as many drum eyes um huh just one i think just one. yeah um and yeah actually like you said me and uh archer both made top eight uh at opposite ends of the spectrum me down there in the in at eighth and archer up there at first <laughs> you want to talk to us oh and i was on katsu i um Invited a buddy to come down and play Fab for essentially the first time. We've played Talishar games online, and uh, he lives down there in Eugene, uh, right next to Springfield. And I was like, "Hey, come play this event." Uh, and I didn't want to put him on Katsu. I, I thought the combo lines were just gonna really ruin his afternoon. So I put him on Briar, and uh, from all he 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 ended up winning one game. But from all the opponents I talked to, they they were like, "If this is his first time playing, like." He is definitely holding his own, and he's yeah. figuring this out. What that did was he? My... Uh, what did he? How did he do in the tournament overall? He went one and four. He he beat a Kano, but um, a Lexi player that ended up top eighting um, said that it was the cl- one of his closest games in Swiss. Um, and I I was really hyped to hear that, and uh, he pulled like a, a really uh, icy but good um, snaps turn. And turned uh, like a two card hand into nine damage, and he was just not ready for that. <laughs> so that was cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Katsu was good. I had Amir first round, and then lost the two old hymns because Katsu just has horrible old him matchup. And then took down an Azalea, and then took down an Agra old him to squeak into top eight. That was my last matchup. Um, so yeah, how was how was first place Archer? Defi- hey, hey. Hold on, I'm curious about this aggro Oldham. Like, what? It, what did they have like Snapdragon scalers and Enlightened strikes and stuff? Or like, were they no? Just it was like every turn. 
It was a tectonic plating stalagmite, oh. right? So you're trying to flow resources. And he was just prioritizing his hand over blocking, right? So he was like allowing me to have decent combo turns, thinking, oh, this the disruption on this next turn will get him. And I go, oh, no, I just take an off turn. I block out your huge disruption. Yeah. And I keep going about right my on. game plan. Yeah. Yeah, right. how was first, Archer? So I brought uh, the same Lexi list that another teammate of ours brought to the Pro Tour. Um, basically, the same Fuses list that's been really popular over the weekend. Um, yeah, uh, went 5-0, bunch of tight games. Um, got to execute like a really, really validating uh, pitch stack uh, win con versus Natan. Um where in our previous games he had been able to uh that's awesome pitch uh disruption so that like if i had off turns of all blues in the second cycle he was able to punish me for that um and then i couldn't uh execute the, my next turn uh but this time i prioritized it differently i prioritized getting reds to the bottom uh so i could have pressure turns um to set up the 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 combo in the end and uh it just worked it uh i had like damage left in my deck after presenting lethal um so it was very validating because i've been practicing um but yeah a bunch of other really tight games had to play uh jacob in top eight and uh beat him (laughs) um i missed the breaking scales uh activation to hit mass trigger uh, and i actually think it's like it would make a significant difference in the game Um, i think it's it's worth it. it like four more damage. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if it was if it was a gust wave, it it could have been like seven or eight more damage because I grab another bonds from graveyard. Yeah. Like it, it actually could have been could have been de- like worth it. Um, yeah. Just missed it. Yeah. But I, honestly, it was just I was having a good time with the the day. Honestly, like I was so hyped that my buddy was playing. Like my my buddy Alec was playing Fab for the first time. Um, I did not expect to squeak into top eight after losing so awfully to these to the defensive old hymns. Both uh, both members of our team actually, which was funny. Um, I just had to do it back to back and take those L's. <laughs> oh, was, was Tristan the uh, the other the aggro old Yeah, yeah. He's got so a Nata- no, no. Got a good- Tristan wasn't the aggro one, so like oh, okay. the Natan matchup was pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, just block it out, and then once he had a good hand and had good disruption, he just takes all tempo yeah. and just pushes it down the pipe. Um, and then Tristan is actually running a more ice heavy deck, uh, and for Katsu, that's just a nightmare. It was it was ice ice react every single turn. And if it wasn't Ice React on a turn, I knew that he was going to throw something chunky at me. So that was also, you know, you're like, oh, you're about to throw like Endless Winter or something at me or some huge, uh, just disruptive attack that uh, demands cards. Card 8. So, yeah. And yeah. he was more tradey, right? Like the Tristan deck's more more trade based, whereas Natan is just yeah. absolute defense unless I have the, 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 the turn. Um, and he just raced me down too. Like once uh natan gets tempo it's like i'm dumping my whole hand and still just taking damage <laughs> um yeah and then the, the last old him i just think uh like i said prioritized his hand uh over playing defensively and really just getting value that way uh and i was able to have uh double bonds was um essential to winning every game 
of of the of the day. Um, my deck is really cool. really geared towards. I have a ton of the combo cards, so it's actually really easy for me to get a double bonds turn. Usually in the second half of the game, right before second cycle, my graveyard's filled. And I can just lace together the combo pretty easily. Um, and when you do that, it's, it's you know, you can have a three-card hand that presents, like, 20-plus damage. And that's one of the only decks that can do something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, and Honestly, I would play it more. Really yeah, nice. I would play it more if, if Oldham wasn't the big boogeyman yeah. of the season. <laughs> well, he's after after this weekend at uh, uh, the Pro Tour, uh, I kind of... Part of me kind of wishes he won the calling, so he'd be he'd be at like nine ninety eight or nine eighty eight or something. But after the pro tour win, um, he should be uh, he should be at eight hundred and eighty eight points. Um, so, so do you want to talk about that pro tour? Yeah, top eight. Yeah, um, I I do. So uh, as all of you know, uh, there was a pro tour <clears throat> alongside a calling this weekend uh, in Baltimore. Uh, I wanted to go when I heard about it like five months ago or something and I like couldn't really make it work. Uh, but everybody that I heard from or like saw on Twitter or whatever, everybody had such a good time that it made me really sad that I missed it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it looks like an amazing event. Apparently, um, after they dropped all the the pro tour players that had like signed up for the calling just in case um they had they still had like not eight or nine hundred people in the calling which is insane uh and there was like 300 people in the pro tour so both huge events the the oldham i i i didn't see anything super crazy in his list uh just a standard oldham um he ended up taking that over Mara Ferris, uh, who was on uh, what she calls Empress Dromai. Uh, so it's like a very red line, more aggressive deck as opposed to like the grindier Dromai, I guess. Um, and then following those, we had an Azalea and four Lexis as well in the top eight. Uh, or did I, did I cover everything? Oh, and then there was there was an additional Dromai with uh, Yuha. Um, I don't know how to say his last name. Sarnalampy? Hey, we'll just call him Yuha. Uh he was on more of a um like a traditional uh drama build, we'll call it. So um he had a lot more of the like bigger dragons, um, like Vincerakai, Necria, that kind of stuff. Um so what do you guys think? What uh you know, compared to what we thought going into Pro Tour Baltimore, how did this top eight compare to our top eight predictions? How we thought the meta was gonna shake up? um what's your what's your take uh so i think we were we were all pretty high on lexi um heading into this event uh we we knew as a team how strong it was because two of um two of our really strong members myself and eli had been grinding that deck for a really long time and kind of terrorizing some of our testing sessions um I think the thing that came as a surprise is the Long Island Oldhams uh, made to the top. Uh, Michael Fang was the only Oldham. And uh, from what I hear on the, the social medias is that he just, he dodged a lot of uh, Lexis um, at the top tables. Um, and that maybe is a reason why there weren't a lot of Oldhams represented is because the other Oldhams had to play against these like high-end Lexi players, which I think is a slightly Lexi favorite 
no. Well, it's funny you even say that because looking at the top eight, he also skirted Lexi all the way through the top eight. Yep. Um, so that's that's actually very relevant. Um, not to, I mean, not to take away from Michael Fangs when he he played that that la- that last Mara game, he just played so perfectly. It was insane. It was so fun to watch. Um, and the Azalea that started the day that was cool. Yeah. Did you, um, did you guys watch the? like 90 minutes grind fest that was the the semifinals against yuha um because it was it was a it was a crazy matchup um and it was going on when we left our, yeah. for our drive and it was still going on when we got to eugene oh shit <laughs> yeah uh it was it's nearly two hours it was crazy. So I, I had it going on in the background while I was doing other stuff. And if you guys see me reaching off screens to pet my dog, who's being very needy. Um, but uh, I was watching it while I was doing other stuff. And um, yeah, it was it was a grind fest. Um, and it, it got down to fatigue as the matchup will typically go. Um, and I need to watch. I want to watch it again because I, I'm wondering if... Uh, I'm wondering if Yuha could have done something differently, or or if something something happened where like Michael Fang like had cards in the right sequence to like tip things in his favor. Like I'm wondering where the breaking point in the match was, but th- then I'd have to go back and watch 90 minutes of an Ultim v Drum <laughs> matchup. So that's a tough tough sell. But uh, uh, it was it was crazy. Uh, and uh, Michael Fang is a very very good player, so I'm really happy that he he pulled out the the W. Um, yeah, it, that, that one, that matchup stuck out to me. Um, and then the, the Mara Ferris matches also like she played against those Lexis very, very well. Um, and I was very impressed, uh, with how she piloted the deck. Um, that I think, um, you know, the listeners, what was, what was that? Was that a, were you just like rubbing your mic or something? Yeah, probably. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, I, well, I had to unplug something. Okay. Are we good cool. now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I I think uh, I was gonna say the listener doesn't know this because we had to cut the last episode, but I think all of us had a bit more diversity in this top eight. I think we predict like I think we predicted at least like uh, fifth hero. <laughs> um, we knew it was gonna be tight, um, but I think that this clearly shows one that Lexi is top deck. It, um, it yeah. is top dog. Yeah. Uh, shows two that we do have our classic rock, paper, scissors. Yep. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, we um, have a triangle. Yeah, this, this, this definitely shows that our triangle now is well, Lexi draw my old him. Correct. And then we have Azalea. Jacob's on the in. move. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> Angel locale. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think so. What, how do you think the triangle actually shakes out though? Cause I have a feeling that Archer and Jacob both have different opinions. So how, what's the, what's the rock, paper, scissors. So we got Oldham beats Droma. Disagree. Droma. Go on. Hmm? Slightly favored. It's been shown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Slightly I think. Favored. Okay, sure. Okay. The point is, the point is, is all, all three of these triangles all the theory of these directions, it's just slightly unfavored the other way. So Oldham beats Dromai, Dromai beats Lexi, Lexi beats Oldham. And they're all like 55-45s. 
Yeah, see, I, I, I completely agree. I think it's this uh, it's this dynamic where there's favored as you go through the triangle, but there's no blowouts. Like I think I think in past rock, paper, scissors formats in this game, we've had decks that are like, this is completely the counter to this, and this is completely the counter to this. Totally. Whereas this this meta uh, triangle does feel more gamey. It feels like it has more room for player expression, has more room for player skill. So like I think the the tweaking amongst the deck lists is interesting because I, I don't think all four of these are all four of these Lexi's fuseless. Oh yeah, some I of them have like, so. ice, like a couple chilling ice veins type of thing. Um, but they're mostly the same. Yeah. I, I think that's interesting. I, I agree. So I, I largely agree. I think I think for me, I think Lexi is slightly favored into Oldham. <clears throat> and I think that I think Oldham and Dramai are pretty even. Um, and I think it is really like I think the better player is probably gonna win. Um, like I've I've actually played that matchup a lot over the last few weeks as I've been like really diving into Dromai. Um I got off Reinar and obviously I'm off Prism still. <laughs> so uh, uh you Not guys encourage <laughs> yeah, you guys encourage me to pick up Dromai um and just learn it. And so I've been really enjoying it, but like that's the big uh, hurdle is figuring out how to beat Oldham. And I think that it depends how you build your deck and it depends like how perfectly you play. Um, what I've been telling other folks that I've been talking to it or talking about it with is um, it's Dromai's matchup to lose, which isn't to say that it's an auto win if they do everything right, but they have so many decision points that they have to do correctly and then they win. Um, but every single mistake, like during every turn of the game, when you pitch, like what you pitch, what you play, you know, how you present poppers, um, when you attack, like those making mistakes on, on those decision points are so punishing that it like, it appears Oldham favored, if that makes sense. Um, but I think, I think, I think both, like, I think it's very, like, uh, as one of you said just now, skill expressive, I think that's a very good way of putting it. And I think that's actually pretty true for this meta in general. Like, I think there's a lot of really cool matchups and play patterns that, that require player skill. Yep. I like this meta. Um, this is maybe... Besides the uh, Starvo Viscerai Prism meta, this is the first time that I've played like a uh, in the top tier in the triangle deck. Um, and I only played Viscerai because that was my first deck and I was still pretty new. <laughs> um, Although that deck was was popping when it had the had Skeleton. Yeah, if I was, I just I just think if I was better then, how how much better I could have performed. Like I was just I was mm, looking back on that. Uh, I sucked. <laughs> well, I feel like didn't you? Um, did and I switched to pain during that too because <laughs> I didn't want to play a yeah. top tier deck. Well, the didn't you play? Did you play Visrai when Skeleta was still legal? And but did you were you able to go to a major event with it? Because like I feel like it got okay. Well, yeah, it's probably just because you were a noob or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I think I bubbled out of top eight at the first Fable Hobby um, sure. ProQuest. Sure. But yeah, no, uh, 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 going down a rabbit hole here. 
Um, any other thought? Do, do you guys have any other thoughts about the um, the calling top eight? Um, I, I, I think, I think a lot of. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that I, 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 I'm really excited that we're, there were two different types of dromize. I'm really excited about Michael Fang and uh, fuck Lexi. Okay. <laughs> Your turn, Jacob. Well, I, think, I think it's interesting because there's one Oldham here, and if we're talking, they, they skirted mostly Lexi's. Hey, Jacob, we can't really hear you that well. Yeah, you're Can you hear me now? Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I think it's interesting that there's one Oldham and they skirted a lot of the Lexi's like, is the old him Lexi matchup that opsided in Lexi's favor? Do you think is that, is that what it is? And if so, if that's the deck that's targeting. So old him beats. Romai is the idea, or do both of these decks. beat Old him. So I, I, I am saying, I agree with Tim that it's a very uh, tight matchup and the better draw my players can pull it off um but i think that's like you're comparing like the top to the the top to the top um and i think for like i don't know you gotta account for like bad draw my players um they're gonna lose that matchup um whereas i think bad draw my players can beat lexi and bad lexi players can be old um I just think like you can just absolutely high roll um, Oldham with like double rain razors turns. Oh no, is Jacob frozen? How good uh, a player is specifically on the deck that they're piloting. Uh, Tim was talking about uh, Dromai needing to understand the pitch deck and play and threats. Um, and regardless of which version of the deck you're going to be playing, you need to understand that concept thoroughly to play Dromai well into um into Lexi to be able to beat it or into old him to be able to beat it. Um, and then I think, but I think the only gap we have in this is I do think that Lexi just has um, a slightly favored matchup into old him just, yeah. just inherently. I think yeah. uh, the way she can skirt ice react, the amount of damage she can put out and how, um, yeah, just how, you know, codex is really, I, she, do we, she lends herself really well to like spike turns, right. To like setting up big spike turns. So like, Oldham has a hard time fatiguing it. Um, and then also, like, she has three of a kind. So, like, if you try to race her and smack her down, she can just block out, play three of a kind, and then has tempo again. So it's really hard to play a tempo game, too. Um, I mean, I do think it's interesting. I, with the ban and restricted list coming up right around the corner, do we think that um, one hero being half of the top eight uh, warrants uh, LSS taking a serious look at at neutering the deck a little bit, or what, do we think we survive with no problems. My question is, how do they hit Lexi without just deleting her? Um, I my hesitancy about that is um, there's a lot of people, and this is the same for Azalea too, but to a lesser extent because Azalea has shown that she's less dominant. Um, no pun intended because of her hero ability. But um, there's a lot of players that have been Ranger fans and dedicated to the archetype for so long. Like, think about our friend Justin in the local scene. Like, he only played Ranger for a long time. So how, my question, I guess, is how do you hit Lexi without totally deleting sure. her from the meta? Yeah. Uh, do you want to answer that, Archer? Yeah, I think there's actually a lot of ways. Um, 
there's a lot of ways and she has enough power now that like one hit's not gonna delete her um i don't want it because i'm selfishly really liking the deck um and it feels really good but also still has weaknesses um but it also is a major feels bad if something like gets nerfed about her because like she's already been nerfed like she can't play ball lightning so lightning lexi has like a really hard time um being relevant at all um and then lost hypothermia and amulet vice which like hypothermia was less played but still played in some ice lexi decks and then uh amulet vice was like key for ice lexi to be able to win in a lot of matchups and the deck's already been targeted like not targeted but like Hitting the cross it's been collateral. It's yeah, been collateral it's, damage. There's just been splash damage from when like Icelander and Oldham were hit, right? Because like that, I I think that Lexi was in like such a good spot power level wise before those bans because she could negate her brick hands and do all these like cool like really flavorful like ice things like you know amulet hypothermia. Um, and uh, it, it made Chilling Ice Vein really interesting in Lexi, that kind of thing. But yeah, I, I think that like now that she's just fuseless, it's, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you hit, right? Like, what do you, what do you take away if there is a ban? There's plenty. So like, there's plenty of cards that Lexi takes advantage of that wouldn't hit anything else. There's Endless Air, there's Three of a Kind. Um, Rain Razors is probably not would probably hurt azalea um bolton shot also would probably hurt all of the rangers um so i, I think bolton shot's an option but i think that would just that's too much um but yeah three of a kind endless arrow uh yeah those are we pulled my cool. list real quick and i'll like see if any others honestly three of a kind seems that egregious, seems harsh right yeah but it also seems appropriate like uh, that that doesn't kill the deck right because you still have codex you have all the yeah. codexes. Like, yeah, yeah. I see a world where it's like, oh, I don't have three of a kind, so I'll just load in and up, like start testing out. The I could codexes. see, I could see, uh, endless arrow. I, that's an interesting suggestion because like Azalea can't really abuse endless arrow. Lexi though, like you play rain razors, and, and like endless arrow, uh, and uh, shoot it four times. Yeah, yeah, same you can, arrow. You can shoot. I mean, the, the same arrow a, a ton of times. Um, you could also with. Uh, codex of frailty, right? You can uh, put it into your arsenal uh, and and shoot it, uh, and and then when it hits, uh, go back into your arsenal. Like that's not a well, bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back as the ranger player here. That play doesn't make sense because you get a ponder token from the codex, so then well, you have two yeah, cards. In I know, your hand. I know, but 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 I mean, yeah, that was a bad. Not example. always pot of greed, is it? Okay, whatever. <laughs> not always uh, pot of greed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I think. I think. Code. I don't. I don't think the codexes should be banned. Honestly. Like. I think. I. I like them a lot. Like. And I. So I think inertia could get hit. Um. Because only Lexi uses that really well, mm, and that's sure. like. Inertia is really key in certain matchups. That's another option. Uh, Heat Seeker is also another option. Only Ranger really that uses Heat Seeker. Um. Sorry. I just wanted to put that, that in before. Uh. Oh, and Voltaire is the other one. Um. But that one seems really. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're killing the hero if you take away Voltaire. Although, I wouldn't it be other awesome if, he, if all three of the majestic weapons from Arya were banned? Just make it a trifecta. <laughs> yeah. and, and they should have made Rosetta majestic. Yeah, and elemental only. Yeah, I think I think Rosetta would be fine if it was elemental only, but I don't know. Um, although, but then Viserai would be. I, I mean, I don't know. That's a that's a whole other topic. Um. So okay, so so do you guys think Lexi needs a ban? 
No. Jacob? Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. but uh, that's just because I am not playing the deck. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. Fair. I think half of, half of the top eight meta at the highest level of this game yeah. shows that the deck is, is deck to pick. Yeah. It's going to add players. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think uh, as we talk about this next uh, top eight, it shows a different story. Um, a little bit of a different story, anyways. Um, so the the Pro Tour top eight is a is a <laughs> is a bit uh, leaning the other way. Uh, so we have three old hymns in the top eight, and only two Lexis for the Pro Tour. Or for the sorry, just calling. Well, and so, so something something interesting before we dive into the calling top eight, I want to ask you guys' opinion. So the Pro Tour is mixed format and i i want to know how much you guys and um you guys both have different perspectives because archer had archer played at a pro tour um jacob you've you're you and i haven't but from future a, pro, pro yeah players. yeah we're future pro tour <laughs> exactly i appreciate that yeah so uh as somebody you know we're still i would still consider us great players we've done well at different events, played a lot of CC. So as people who are looking at these deck lists after the fact and analyzing the data and looking at the standings, um, what do you both think about the difference and how we parse this information between the Pro Tour and the Calling? Like, are you evaluating these top eights differently? Uh, I'm not, um, but I do recognize that draft it, it but it's like it's so hard to quantify what that draft impact is um it's like almost useless to try to like think about it really um so i'm just gonna keep i'm gonna treat them as the same i feel like if sure. uh, we didn't have the draft portion there actually is a world where a uh, brute shows up in this top eight i could see it but i mean i don't know homeboy is not good to draft see oof Hey, literally from Twitter, this is all Twitter. They all posted this publicly. <laughs> all three of the, the brute players that we know of or know um, said that their drafts went kind of shitty. And that's why they're not, because they all had positive CC records. Yeah. For brute, that actually says something. They also, uh, they, they also all only have one brute brain cell. So, you know, you can't, you don't have any other brain cells to get a, dedicate to draft, right? Be drafting, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm just speaking from my own. I'm projecting because I only have one brew brain cell. Um, I, have, I actually, I also have an illusionist brain cell, but no, no, no other brain cells for draft. Um, no, Nathan actually jokes. They have like a group, uh, like a Discord server yeah. called the the shared brute brain cell or whatever. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like it's that. all the people who have dropped events yeah. <laughs> with brute. Um, I didn't did I don't I didn't see a brute that made it into the calling top eight, but I I do know that um there was at least one brute that was like seven one on day one, uh, and then he kind of the wheels fell off on day two. Um, I know that at the pro tour, uh, Jacob or not Jacob, uh, Nathan, um, um, uh, what is his last name? Shoot, uh, Savage Land News, um. Uh, yeah, Nathan Dolman. Yeah, so Nathan Dolman, aka Savage Lands News, uh, did really well in CC at the Pro Tour, um, and he like he kind of rage posted and in his not rage posted, but he posted in his Discord like, "Well, I just punted this draft," and like I think he went 
one two or oh three so he made day two and i think he played out the cc rounds but um he didn't didn't obviously didn't top um and so we yeah. all saw the levy on stream right yeah yeah we saw levia and they went 4-0 that's cool that and cool. that's, that's kind of crazy pa Rager. paper play mats and crayons for life total <laughs> which Icon. uh, iconic exactly <laughs> okay so back to the calling top eight um so i, I think you already called this out jacob uh all just for my own uh you know single brain cell uh one dash uh two three oldhams viscerai azalea and two lexis um so uh the cool. dash uh went to the finals and won uh beating a lexi and two oldhams along the way <clears throat> and uh a viscerai made it to the quarterfinals which i thought was really cool so what do you guys think about the top eight like and and again let's compare it to our our uh our our lost episode uh you know our our pro tour pr predictions um how does this measure up this is almost to a t what i predicted <laughs> yeah for for pro tour but this 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 uh top eight is it, it, almost the exact ratios i think i said two no oh there is no draw mine that is yeah that is a bummer but There's i think I had, decks, right Dash yeah, I had, the, right? I had the two aggro road decks. I said either I said yeah. either Briar or Dash. Um, I think seeing Viz uh, warms my heart. That's like makes me very very excited. Uh, and I'm sad that I didn't didn't pick him for for making it here. Um, but I do think that this meta shows our previous conversation. This is all skill expression, right? Like these the the Dash and the Viz are here. Um, because of a little bit of gem luck, I'm sure matchups helped them, but I think it was really a being able to play through the field with uh, the hero that you're you're proficient at. Um, really, really shows up a ton of, a ton in this game. If someone just sticks with a deck, knows their matchups, um, they can be favored into almost any meta. And I think this really shows it with with a dash player taking this down. Um, I don't know this dash player, but I'm going to assume this is not the first time they've taken dash to a major event. No, they played it at the previous calling. Uh, what was it? Uh, Bowhart and Richmond. It's not yeah, uh, is it? Did this per this person? Uh, I'm just taking a quick look. Yeah, they also. Yeah. I think they made it to top eight, and I think they lost in the quarters. Um, I don't know what they lost to in um, in the quarters of Battleheart and Richmond, but yeah, clearly a very good dash player. Yeah. So I um, yeah, Vistar is really cool to see there. He's I. We we love this ride on this channel, um, but uh, the dash is an interesting one. I think dash is right there with Azalea, like not in the triangle, but like they have good matchups or really hard. Like it, yeah. Maybe even dash might even just have better matchups right into the triangle than uh, than Azalea does. Because um, Azalea really only beats Lexi in the triangle, and that's even pretty tight because. Lexi's. Yeah. Um, but I think Dash, like, Dash has a really good game plan into Oldham as the hybrid version. Um, I'm pretty sure this person was on hybrid, um, though decklists haven't been released. Um, Dash has, like, a really weird matchup into Duramai. Um, and I never really got good at it when I was playing Dash a bunch. Um, but 
you have the tools, right? Uh, induction chamber pistol is like one of the most efficient ways to clear dragons. Um, so like you definitely have the tool to play a value game and keep them off the board uh, while still being able to present good damage. Um, yeah, and then it loses legacy. Uh, but I think against <laughs> I think version, it loses to Azalea too, honestly. Yeah, but I think the yeah, fact that, that, that this, this dash dodged uh, Azalea is a big deal. Um, there's so many like it's really hard to to consistently cover up, and especially now that Azalea makes her arrows like so much bigger, and she's not just like coming in for seven or eight; um, she's coming in for like ten to twelve. Uh, it just makes it a lot harder to cover up those dominated arrows. Um, but I mean, to your point, Archer, uh, you said Dash probably loses to Lexi. Uh, Dash taking down Lexi in yeah. the finals. So you cut me off before I was going to continue. What I was going to say. Oh, shit. Um, well, so, yeah, I'm just an asshole. So, so okay, go on. Dash has a really hard time blocking uh, Lexi. Um, but I think I think what a lot of uh, these hybrid dashes, at least, are doing into Lexi, as long as they're not ice heavy, they're going aggro into them and just racing, right? Because, like, you can do that. Um, and so I, th I I haven't seen the calling finals, but I have a feeling he went pounder and uh, raced. Um, and Dash has some of the best numbers for, for doing that. Do you think, is that the only, like, do you think that's, like, your plan A going into, going into Lexi? You just try to outrace them? If you're an aggro deck, I think that's your best plan. Sure. What do you think, Jacob? What, how is the, uh, I know that this was relatively close to, to what you predicted. Uh, what do you think about Dash in the meta? Um, you know, what do you think about think, the top eight in general? I mean, I think Dash has a great spot in the meta. I think a deck that can be easily switch between a defensive game plan and an offensive game plan. Um, that being said, they have to do it probably before the match starts in a lot of cases. Um, it's just, it proves to be really powerful. Like, the fact that it took down, I haven't played Dash a bunch, but the fact that it took down two high-level Ulten players is really respectable. Whatever that game plan is, has to be effective. Um, I am really impressed that, uh, so I took down Azalea more than, me, more than anything. Uh, that matchup seems pretty tough. Uh, the on-hits from Azalea keep you a little bit out of the race, and is really doesn't mind playing like a three-card hand or a two-card hand, or three-card hand, but uh, two one from Arsenal. Um, so he only really wants to block six, so like the really big arrows are a problem because they're going to push through uh, really nasty on-hits from Azalea. I know I played um, Dominate Ice Lexi list recently. That was I called it uh, Azalea cosplay. <laughs> um, was a problem uh, for any aggro list. Um, I'm really interested to. S I really wish there was uh, a recording of the final match, actually, just so I can see the the dash game plan into Lexi. I think. Yeah. I think Archer's correct. I think it definitely is a race. I'm but, inclined uh, to agree. Yeah. yeah. Like. Ash's numbers are good, but can't you just fatigue yourself like much quicker if, if Lexi decides to block at all and just you know can like play to the, the I get a six card hand, I block two, I still have a four card hand. I'm gonna win. Doing this yeah, I mean, I think Lexi could fatigue bad dash players, um, sure. but like when you're like as you're, when you're playing dash, like and you're going aggressive into someone, if you see them blocking a bunch, like you just hold back set up and it's like then you go over blocks and it doesn't really matter 
Um, like even aggro, yeah, I think you have to adjust a little bit, but it's probably not great for the Lexi to try to fatigue. <laughs> uh, my, my inclination too for dash is like with Lexi, you can, if you have like a medium hand, it's just, it comes down to that like basic like fab math, right? That um, I think Michael Hamilton kind of popularized is like, okay, my hand can do this much damage and I'm probably going to take this much damage. Like, should I block? <laughs> right. Um, and I think, I think Lexi could probably do that. Uh, except in the case of maybe like pulse wave harpoon, like, Archer, yeah. was, Archer was saying earlier, um, you know, there are um, there aren't really any on hits and dash, right? There's like combustible courier, and I mean, pulse wave isn't an on hit, but it's disruptive, um, you know. So uh, I can see a world where, yeah, like like there's that game plan that you brought up, Jacob. Like, yeah, you kind of just like temple block. And that, and if there's like a combustible courier, maybe you block. And then when you find yourself in a spot, like okay, I'll like, uh, I can just take ten damage and come back for twenty, right, or forty, but, or whatever. Doesn't uh, I feel like um, Pissar has very similar game plans though, right? Like he can he can kind of switch between a more defensive style and a more offensive style, and he he actually can do it mid play. Like you really can change the way that you're leading that deck and, and block a lot more and set up rune chance for uh big I mean there's swing turns. There's a reason I play a lot of dash and viscera. They they're very similar. <laughs> yeah. I think and I think that's uh relevant. I, I think this 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 top eight sp- specifically shows or even you know the top four shows that uh this and dash kind of sit right outside of our triangle. Um I think people say Briar sits there too and I, I would agree I wish my boy Katsu was right there, but the older matchup is just so abysmal that it really forces them out. Whereas I think yeah. Dash and Viz definitely have more play because they can play it defensively and set up for a, a tempo turn a lot easier than um, Katsu can because Katsu will do it with like a card and arsenal, whereas um, Dash can set up items that can be really relevant. And then uh, Viscerai can build the rune champs that can end up being really relevant when you have. Um, it's like a zero card 12 or one card 12. Um, <laughs> so I I think it's really interesting to see that the mid-range meta is actually pretty healthy. Um, like we have this this far spectrum of XE representing aggro and we have the far spectrum of Oldham representing uh, defensive play. Um, and Dromai is illusionist. They kind of like break the game. <laughs> their, their whole thing. So the mid-range actually is, is proving to be exactly that, mid-range. And I don't know if we've ever... People said the last meta was mid-range representative. I didn't really feel that way. I thought it was tempo-based. Every deck that was good was, like, tempo-based. And the best deck was the Queen of Tempo. Icelander was just playing on both ends of the table. Um, but this meta actually might be a true mid-ranger's dream. Like, if you're good on your deck, you know how to switch your game plans mid-game... I think you can bring in your Rhinars, your Dashes, and your uh, Viscerize and, and put in some work right now. Um, but you're definitely not playing the top decks. Yeah. Right? Like, I think there's no mistake that this is, if you're choosing to do that, you're saying, hey, I'm a good player and I'm going to yeah. come into this world and show up. But you're you're not setting yourself up for success. You're not playing the best deck in the format. For well, sure. and this leads to kind of my, like, you know, closing question, right? Is like, 
you see these this the top eight of the calling, the top eight of the pro tour. Um, so two questions. Like, are there any heroes that could attack this meta? You know, like we have Dash, Viserai, Ultim, that kind of thing. Um are and then where do we go from here, right? Like, um not necessarily like, oh, we need to ban something, but like how does the meta evolve, assuming no bans? You asked a lot of questions. Um, it's, I think it's, so. It's it's two questions. Are there heroes that could attack this meta, and where does how does the meta evolve? It's kind of the same question, almost. Yeah. So hundred percent. I mean, we're we're already talking about these heroes that attack the meta. Dash, Viserai. Um, who else? We have uh, Reiner has potential. Uh, Bravo's same same type of plays. Briar's just a good deck, so I will always respect it and put it up at the top. And um, you're seeing people play a little more blocky, too. So you're playing towards those power turns. Um, yeah, those, those, that's, that's what comes to mind. Um, these types of decks that can, like, target a couple of the good matchups. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, like, I'm really happy as a Lexi player to see not Lexi win any event. Because um, maybe they'll make people chill, chill the fuck out a little bit. Um, yeah, and I think you're just going to see, I don't think you're going to see 50% conversion uh, with of Lexi at like an RTN season. Um, that feels a little high. It was like 25% of the meta and then it converted 50% to the top eight. So that's a, I mean, is that 200%? No, I don't think that's how you do that. Whatever. Um. Uh, so, yeah. So, so the the top eight conversion would be it's fifty percent of the top eight, but like, uh, it's like there's four uh, Lexi players in the top eight, and like I think there were like ninety three that showed up to the pro tour. Um, but that's like a really good conversion rate just in general for a hero. I think. Um, okay, hold on. Not numbers out of my ass. I think it was they represented twenty plus percent of the meta and then represented 50 percent of top eight so that's kind of that's yeah yeah yeah. that's a good that's a good comparison for sure um and that kind of speaks to its power level i think i I think that's the point you were trying to make (laughs) but correct us if we're if we're wrong no no you just said the same thing i said (laughs) yeah only we said it smartly (laughs) (laughs) Um, um and then go ahead oh i was i mean i I don't know if I have too much of an opinion because I stick to the decks around the meta generally. Um, and right now, it's particularly this season, I, I am I have forced my mentality to be in this kind of, uh, if we're calling the triangle S tier, the A tier decks. So the Reinars, the Briars, the Vizes. Um, like I said, I really wanted to squeeze Katsu in there. I, I, I think I really pushed that deck as far as I can get it to go. Um, and and I just hate I just hate my ultimate matchup so much. So I'm really looking at the the rune blades um, and how disruptive they can be. I wanna, I really want to test out a pummely version of both of those heroes for a little bit. Uh, that's just because I think the disruption can be um, huge into the ranger matchup, uh, like a reek pummel viz kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of dealio, or. Um, I always call it cadaver's contraband. What's the what's the yellow room blade card that costs three? Cryptic, that? Crossing. Cryptic, Cryptic crossing. crossing. Yeah, the other uh, CC. 
really wish that card was good. It's not. Really, I, I know it's not. I know it's not. Because uh, you have to just give. You have to take a bunch of damage to try to do it, and it's. Yeah, maybe when we get a light, uh, a light rune blade. It's a, well, do you have to take a bunch of damage? So like, okay, you have okay, so two yeah, cards, two a, cards in hand. You and like, let's say you're 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 always playing tunic and viscerai, right? So yeah. you have tunic. You oh no, you but you have to pitch an attack and an attack. So you have to have a that's three card cool. hand plus pummel and arsenal. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's that you you're do have guaranteed to take damage. damage, and you have to pitch a yellow and a blue if you don't have the tunic resource up. So it's like that's why I say it's like a light room yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Once you get more of these like good yellow cards and an incentive to run yellow cards and Crypto Crossing is a yellow, bro. Yeah, a light, a light. Do you think they're gonna make a light rune blade? That'd be sweet. Yeah, why not? I'd, I'd love that. I think that's that'd be really cool flavor wise. I don't know. Um. So okay. So Archer, you you did some really horrible math uh, about the meta, but like, did you did you give your thoughts about uh you know how the meta kind of evolves from here? Yeah, so I so yeah, that was what I was getting at when I was saying I don't think it's gonna have this like fifty percent of fifty percent uh conversion rate or that's not the rate, that's what we discussed. Um but it's it's gonna it's gonna be like close to and it's gonna be that ten to twenty percent representation in RTN season. Um I don't think it's really gonna hit that twenty five percent. That's kinda crazy. Um but I think it's gonna yeah, ten to twenty. I think you're gonna see the same for the Dromais and the Oldhams. Um and the decks that we talked about, like those decks are going to be in the the sub ten. Maybe they, maybe they sneak up into the low tens. Um, the the dashes, the viscerais, the the wizards, um, the bravos. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think anything that can target two of the three, yeah, will just pop up. And like if your if your deck is tuned to have one a bad matchup, like if you're like willing to just be like, I have this awful, like Katsu even. It's like, I'm willing to have the worst ultimate matchup possible, but my matchup into Dromai and the Rangers is so good that I can play this deck, and I think you have a good deck on your hands. And yeah. vice yeah, versa. Yeah. Like, if you're willing to just give up, probably you want to give up either uh, Ultim or Dromai, because if you give up Lexi, you're also giving up your Azalea matchup a lot of times. Like, you're just giving up on the Ranger matchup, and you're just going to get really eaten up, and I don't know if we see, like, to your question, Tim, I don't know if we see, like, a shift meta. I think our triangle is our triangle until we either get some bans or we get um, a new set. Like, I, and I'm totally comfortable with that. I think I think I love when a triangle is set up, uh, the rock, paper, scissors, and then it's on the, the players to figure it out. Um, whether that's tuning uh, the one of the triangles to have uh, better matchups or it's tuning against them. Um, I think going into this pro tour and calling a lot of players are talking about like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to play. We, a lot of people were overestimating Azalea. A lot of people were underestimating old him and now, or Dromai, excuse me. And nobody underestimated. Old <laughs> a lot of people underestimate Dromai. And now it's like definitively proven, like, no, this is a deck that you have to be prepared for. And you have to prep for, you need to have the plans for, um, so I will be totally open and interested to see um, where the meta goes as far as how it responds to the new rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, and I mean, going into, like, the next kind of, like, uh, milestone in uh, competitive flesh and blood is RTN season. And I think going into RTN season, it's going to be a lot like P PQ season where it's, like, <laughs> like 
I showed up to to a PQ, and I know this isn't the same everywhere, but like people were kind of just playing the decks they wanted to play anyway. And if you, as long as you have a game plan into those top three decks, kind of like you guys were saying, it's like I think you're fine to just kind of play. Like I think you could justify playing a Katsu and like yeah. maybe lose to one, one lose to one uh, old home and hopefully dodge mm-hmm. him in the top eight or whatever, and then you've got yourself an RTN win, right? <laughs> um, and I, I feel, I feel like, I don't know. I feel, I like the meta too. Like, I think that, that like, if you look at it in the light of like, oh, well, like Lexi was 50% of the top eight and like, oh, Codex of Frailty, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, it's like, sure. At like a, at a high level pro event, it's like, it's maybe a problem, but like, I also think that it's pretty, uh indicative of the actual power level of the decks that they didn't win any, any of the events right um uh so yeah i'm i'm curious to see if there are bands and i'm curious to see like how the narrative shifts over the next couple of weeks i feel like i don't want bands i do feel like there will be a ban i just i knowing how lss reacts like when when a deck is like this dominant so if we look at like both so of these you events. Find the, band, the, the announcement's going to probably go up before this episode is live. Oh, so we're all. This so is I'm, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to. Because it's going out. It's on the third, right? So I'm going to try to actually edit this today. Yeah. <laughs> and, and publish it. So I hope, I hope it comes out before the ban. And then we'll look like geniuses um, <laughs> or like idiots. I don't know. Um, I mean, either way, I, I, I think what, what I was going to say is that we have. If we look if we combine both of these this top top eights, we have a top sixteen, right? Over over the entire weekend. And Lexi is six of those decks. That's that's, not, that's almost not half. It's not horrible, but I think because they hit five they hit like stubbies before Phi was like a truly a tyrant, but they saw the trend that was gonna happen. And I think this does hint toward a trend of Lexi being like overly represented again i don't think that that's like a problem but I, I, if i were lss i would maybe look to do something surgical i think we all talked about like kind of big hits that could happen three of a kind or something a voltaire which would be way too much but i am really interested if they can make just like a surgical little cut like something very small and innocuous yeah uh, like autumn's touch for old him where everyone <laughs> yeah, was like yeah. why is this why are we banning this card that doesn't make any or for star like, yeah that yeah, make yeah. Any sense. It was just enough to pull that deck down a little bit. Um, yeah, so infecting shot kind of fits in that. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. And is it infecting uh, shot's the one that gives you a blood rot, right? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a really good arrow. And and Bolton shot is that's why I mentioned that because that would be a similar type of like like I I mentioned those things because LSS does trend towards like very particular bands and suspensions. Um, yeah. Because I think, because like we we take away infecting shot, we still have deathly touch, so it's like it it just changes. It's just on an arrow, so you know you can't load it with yeah. Voltaire. Like there's things like that that make it so the deck is not completely neutered, but has to take alternate paths. Right? Deathly touch blocks for two. Um, so I think infecting shot's actually a pretty nice choice. That's kind of a um, yeah. That's kind of a nice shout out. Archer is is that is a very powerful arrow. Like essentially, it's a one for seven, right? Seven or, yeah, or two for eight. Yeah, yeah. and so. does it? Uh, it doesn't naturally have go again, right? It just, it, it but yeah. it gets it from Voltaire. So, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, one for seven. Go again is is. No, it's it's a two for seven if it has go again. Well, you're sure. Well, no, but I mean, like, like, oh yeah, that's that's true. But like, assuming you like you pitch it, you pitch a blue, uh, and you load with Voltaire, and then you come in like it's a it's two cards for seven, which is above rate, um, and you're not losing your action points, so uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, the races for Azalea, like, I actually think that's a right, it's a very strategic and. It's something that I could see them doing, where it's just like this doesn't change the meta per se. It just changes maybe the perception and, and of the power level it, a little. It bit. definitely feels sure. like an autumn touch. Hit, um, yeah, if they want to go that route. Yeah, I could also I could also see them uh, getting rid of like lace with inertia or something like something that's like not that's a, a linchpin, but like is like annoying, right? Like like, like uh, the pumps aren't really Lexi cards. I think. Isn't Lexi playing Lace with Inertia? Oh, I, I mean, I've seen Lexi's play Lace with Inertia, but like, uh, but but something along something along those lines, like, I I think that it would be. I don't think you'll see a Lace of Inertia in any of the topping lists from this weekend. Um, I'll yeah, I'll have, I'll have to look. I maybe I'm just thinking of Azalea actually now that I think about it, because um, <laughs> Lexi is like it's just like forty five arrows, right? You would run Seek and Destroy before Lace with Inertia. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. But yeah, um, I'm not to shit on you too much. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine. I like no. You're you're right. Like now that I'm thinking about it, like I guess that I've only really seen lace in the dumb dominate ice lexi lists yeah. and the um, uh, azalea lists once lace as yeah. well. So, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of ways that you could pull it back with a ban. I kind of hope there are no bans, but like I know that LSS has to sell packs, so <laughs> yeah. I hope. I hope the unban shit. That's all. Unban pulse vision lock. Scale it up. Scale it up. Scale. Oh, unban Skeleta. <laughs> yes, I'm into that. Although, and I don't think I don't think that'd be that bad either. Like, I I don't think it'd be that bad. It would unban red though. Unban. Like the fact that we lost pouncing links and stubby hammers. Like Skeleta does the same thing at a minimum. Yeah, that's true. Without Sonata. And uh, you know what? Stubby Hammers, well, that's actually not true. I was, was going to say Stubby Hammers couldn't OTK, but it was literally OTKing people. But like, but you, you, Stubby Hammers doesn't like facilitate a grindy game plan that can then just be like, whoops, 50 damage. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, no, unbanning Skeleta is probably a bad idea, but you know, it is what it is. Um, okay, well, any, any closing thoughts from you, Hooligans, before we uh, wrap it up here? I'm excited to play some RTNs. Yeah, I'm Me actually super too. excited for RTN season. Me too. Yeah, I'm excited to 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 dig in and and just yeah, I'm I'm sticking to one deck this year and or this year this season. I don't know, sticking to one deck and just gonna grind it out. And uh, I'm really excited to to play test with the team. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Like and subscribe. Do all the stuff. Leave a comment telling us about how bad our math is and how handsome we all are. I'd say we're the best-looking podcast on YouTube, actually, if I were to guess. Uh, name a better-looking podcast. Name a better-looking podcast. Arsenal Pass? Pass? I don't know. You know, I you know, uh, I think Hayden, Hayden Dale's <laughs> carrying the team on that one. Russian okay? Bloods, dude? Yeah. Tommy Fresh is a good-looking guy. Yeah, Tommy, yeah, Fresh, yeah. Tommy Fresh is definitely... Uh, I, would t- I would take Tommy Fresh on a date. 
you know. The hell, even yeah. Savage Land News. I, I think. Oh, uh, Nathan's uh, also Nathan. a good-looking guy. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> but the three of us combined. I saw him at an <laughs> armory and I was like, he's like, yeah, I know my hair's growing out and I'm wearing glasses. I'm like, it works. Okay. We're going to have to drag him into an episode. We're going to have to drag him into an episode. I'm sure he'd love to. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's down to, he's down to do a collab and he's, uh, we were chatting on discord the other day and he's like, yeah, he's, he's open to it. So I'm excited to get that going at some point. All right. Well, uh, we'll just for now say that we're the most handsome until, uh, until proven otherwise. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining. Um, and we'll see you next week. Say goodbye, everybody. See you.